Oh, here we go. NBA Final Shime Time. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, it's not without its uh, tense, tight moments in the fourth quarter, but uh, somehow, someway, the team shine that never wants to make it easy on themselves, the Boston Celtics, are your Eastern Conference champs. They're going to the finals. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, but I can't believe it. I, I, the way that fourth quarter looked, it did not. It looked like they were going to choke it all away, but they held yep. on. They got the win. As Kendrick Perkins says, they got the dub. They got the dub. Um, did you think? Did you like Jimmy Butler's three attempt down two? I mean, if I'm him, I drive to the hoop. Like that's what he makes his bread and butter on. But at the same time, he's the best player on his team. Arguably, the best player on the floor that night. Like. If you want to live and die by that shot, like, I don't blame you. Like, I'm not, if I'm his head coach, I'm not mad at him for taking that shot. He's the best guy. He, he is, he is without a question, my best player. And if that's the decision he wants to make, if he can live with that decision, I'm cool with it. It is what it is. Totally agree. Uh, we talked about it yesterday morning. Um, you, you were all over this thing, but the one thing we agreed on was that first, you know, six, eight minutes. What a start for the Celtics. They're like, they shot, chime, shot out of a cannon. And, they just I mean, wired a wire in an NBA Finals Game 7 on the road. Now 7-2 and two on the road in the yeah, NBA playoffs. That's insane to me. They, this team is so good. Ime Udoka deserves so much credit for what he's done, especially off of losses and on the road this season. Uh, so I am, I am fully ready to start investing in the Celtics in the Finals here uh, as underdogs. Um, as far as the game went, you had the game, you had the uh, points, you had the total. Uh, first yep. half under didn't get there. Jason Tatum didn't get there. I'm surprised. I mean, yeah. I think it, if Marcus Smart uh, remembered how to pass the ball occasionally in that second half, I think Tatum gets there easily, but he fell, what, two point two and a half points short? Yep. We'll get out of 20 and a half. Yeah, that, that's my biggest gripe with the Celtics, right, is that Marcus Smart led the team in shots. He had 22 shots on the game. He many. took 10 threes. Like, those should be shots, especially Jalen Brown was very efficient with the ball yesterday, and he wasn't turning it over a ton yep. like he had been previously. So I would have been feeding Jalen Brown more personally. I think he was defensively, he was doing a great job on Jimmy Butler, and he should have deserved some more feed on the offense. Yeah, it was. Uh, it fell short a couple. How did your props end up yesterday? Had, uh, I just had, had the had... Kyle Lowry prop, which he ended up getting over just barely. I think I want to say he finished with fifteen because uh, he hit a couple of those stupid threes where he throws it like a frozen rope, and sometimes it'll just go in. And you know, and he's drawing fouls left and right because that's what Kyle Lowry does, and he gets in the bonus and gets free. Oh, throws. he's annoying, man. He, it's I, I would so respect the hell out of him. If he if he ends up as a Celtic, I know we'd love him here in Boston. But as a watching him play, God, is he annoying? Oh, it's absolute, awful. Just a fa- just a straight faker. Shine. Yeah. I mean, the, the exaggerations are well on the slow mo replay are damning to Kyle yes. Lowry. A hundred percent. He is falling back before he gets touched in ninety five percent of those calls. It's insane. I give Jeff Van Gundy credit for battling through what'll probably end up being COVID. That's <laughs> Mike Breen at it too. Yep, <laughs> missed the game last night, but uh, I it was. It felt like it was going to be a comfortable Celtic win, and then the final three minutes, I'm up pacing. At 11-something 11, 11 on Memorial Day Sunday night, and I'm pacing saying, oh, holy crap, they're going to lose this game. I, re- I really thought, Shime, as Butler was coming down court, that they were going to choke that thing away. Everybody really on did. Twitter felt the same way, Mud. I-, I think 99% of Boston was convinced that the Celtics were about to choke that away just because of how young they are. I mean, the inexperience when it comes to playoff games and, and Eastern Conference final games, uh, we hadn't seen them make it this far into a big moment and succeed. And so I think a lot of us were just prepared for the choke. 
Uh, the stat that we had yesterday ends up panning out. Home favorites, game seven between you know two and a half and three and a half, four and a half points. Now one and eight yeah. against the spread in their last nine. Celtics win. Uh, we were able to bet them after their game one loss. We got the series home. Shime got the game home yesterday. Uh, and based on your tweets last night, Shime, as you start to look ahead, we will not deep dive uh, Celtics and Warriors today, but there are lines available pretty much for everything. I give the books credit here. They are not waiting to post these opportunities to jump in. Uh, based on your Twitter, it sounds like you were already uh, ready to invest in Celtics and six in this. Yeah, I, uh, I I had already planned. I was ready to do it last night. Like I was ready to drive up to New Hampshire at eleven forty-five last night and place the bet if it was there. Um, but I had to wait till this morning. Uh, so I am I am on Celtics and six. I got it at plus three seventy-five. Um, I also took Celtics and seven at plus six fifty. Um, I saw just a giant discrepancy in value there. Uh, I figured if they if they're gonna have the Celtics and six, which is the second highest favorite. Uh, other than I want to say it was Warriors in six. Yeah, um, yep. I, I, I it didn't make sense to me that I was going to get almost double the value on on Celtics in seven. So I also I just split up the full unit instead of betting on the Celtics to just win the series at plus one thirty. I split up the unit, put half on the plus three seventy five, half on the uh, plus six fifty, and either way I'm going to come out positive if it finishes with one of those. Yeah, as far as the total games in the series go, I mean, get almost two to one saying it's going to be a six-game series. That's yep. by far the favorite. I mean, you think these things are all available out there. Uh, you mentioned the the the, uh, the biggest favorite is Warriors in six. Second choice there, I'm, I'm seeing almost four to one. So you got a good number there, Shime. Three, yeah. Plus 375, good number for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I really have faith in the Celtics team. Uh, I just I think Ime Odoka, he's so good. Like you said, Mutt, seven and two on the road. If you can yep. take games in Golden State and then travel back east, I just think the Celtics team matches up really well with Golden State. They have now for a couple of years. Every time they play them, uh, they they seem to not dominate but play really well. Marcus Smart, I think, has held Steph Curry to six points in one and a half games this season. So I am very excited to see how well the Celtics play against Golden State. All right, so Celtics and Golden State. Game one is coming up on uh, Thursday. Uh, the series price for the Celtics plus one thirty. Golden State minus one six. That makes sense, right? Sean? Yep. It seems like a that's 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 uh, I would say fair value. Uh, not a ton of money coming in so far, but the money that's come in has come in on Golden State. Eighty five percent. What's that? I said that. I think that makes sense. Uh, goal. Uh, so so far for the game one, uh, it's again Thursday. 85% of the bets, 92% of the money on the Warriors minus three and a half, which is pretty wild. Um, money line, 78%, 84% of the money, 78% of the bets, 84% of the money on Golden State. Uh, and the game coming up, they're betting the under. It's gone down a little bit. Uh, 211 and a half it opened at. Uh, 211 is where I'm seeing it in a bunch of places now. Uh, I Celtics have a big shot. Big, big, big shot in this series. I don't know how I'm going to bet it yet, Shime, other than... I am already in on my Marcus Smart MVP bet for the final. Yes. It's it's moving because it was 50 to 1, then it's 45 to 1. FanDuel this morning has it 38 to 1. So wow. he's come down below 40 to 1. Uh, I gave you my thesis for this if you missed it. You know, I, I think there's a narrative street uh, thing going on here, potentially, Shime. Sports writers and columnists are going to vote on the MVP for the finals. You mentioned Marcus Smart's defense on Steph Curry. If he shuts down Curry, impact on Clay Thompson, and everyone's writing about how Marcus Smart's the MVP of the series. I could easily, easily see him guarding enough votes. Now, Tatum wouldn't have to have a subpar series. I understand that. But if Smart's the standout defensive player and he's taking 20 shots a game and scoring points, he's got at least a, a wild card shot at the MVP. And at 45 to 1, I had to jump in. Yeah, we talked about it after game six that Marcus Smart looked hurt. He didn't defend well. He just overall didn't play well in that game against the Heat. And then in game seven, I thought, 
I, I hated that he shot the ball 22 times, but outside of that, I think Marcus looked great. I, I thought yeah. uh, the way he was distributing early was fantastic. I thought defensively he was, you know, pri- he was defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. And yeah. so to me, that's what matters. And I think in this series, he's going to get now, what, four or five days of rest basically until Thursday. Uh, and he's going to be able to come into Golden State fully healthy, ideally, and uh, and really kind of try and shut down Steph Curry. And, and I think that if you're able to sh- shut down Steph Curry, I think that immediately puts you right towards the top of uh, finals MVP. I'll probably end up on the Celtics in the series. Uh, I just don't know how I'm going to play it yet. Any leans game one, the three and a half of the total 211? Yeah, I, I'm going to lean under 211 in game one. Uh, I just think coming off that, that such an emotional high of a win in game seven, I think the Celtics yep. will probably start slow. And so I may even look into a first half under there, um, but I am definitely leaning under 211 uh, in game one. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, folks. It's good for a while. It's great to have, what, two and a half weeks of this. We can get to a game yep. six. Or a game seven, potentially going to have uh, your game six be the same weekend as though the first the first day of the U.S. Open uh, at Brookline here in Boston. Like that's it's, awesome. Give me a wild couple weeks here, Sean. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. The, the start times are going to kill me so late o'clock, late at night. But outside of that, you know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll battle through. Meanwhile, 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 um, we're I, I'm I'm burying the lead once again because the Prince of Pucks, folks, he's done it. It's, he's done it. He's ready to go. He's, he's already given us bets for the day. People had to take yesterday off because the hockey wasn't there. You are on an absolute heater when it comes to hockey. It's a game seven, Carolina and Rangers. One thing has been true in this series, the home team automatically wins. Yep. So what are we doing tonight here? People need to know, hashtag Prince of Pucks, how is Shime going to make us money? Game seven, Rangers, Carolina. Mutt, they always say, keep it simple, stupid. It's Carolina yep. in 60. That's what it is. It's the Hurricane <laughs> it 60. They, are, they have not won a single game on the road. They haven't lost a single game at home. For whatever reason, this team plays completely different inside of the uh, of Carolina with all the uh, their Kaniac fans, which I absolutely I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. It oh, it gives me shivers at how lame. like just bad and lame that is. But with all that being said. <laughs> the Hurricanes are awesome at home. I don't know why. I actually think the New York Rangers are the better team, but I think at home Carolina has just been. Uh, awesome they've been better than everybody that's walked into that building they dominated the Bruins they dominated the Rangers when they were in Carolina I I gotta go with the Hurricanes here just because they're at home it's and it's no other reason I just think they play different in that building Hurricanes plus 110 in regulation that's uh it's it's in 60 right people can find that bet is it's so it's it's, in some places it'll be in 60 and other places it'll be known as the three-way money line three-way just means the possible three options are Canes win in 60 um, Rangers win in 60 or they tie after 60 minutes. So yep. if they if it goes into overtime, you lose the bet. But regardless, it's Canes in 60 or Canes three-way money line. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm already involved in text early this morning. I'm Looking also, to- side note, I'm also heavily leaning under. Uh, oh, some five and a half the total, right? Yeah, no, five. It's it's all the way down Ooh. to five, but you're getting like plus 120, plus 130 out of it. So uh, John Ewing of BetMGM. Uh, tweeted this out, NHL Game 7 betting trends. First of all, home team 37-31 and straight up. Favorites 42-29 and straight up. And then unders 38-24-9. and That's 61% since 2005. So I am – and you saw it, Bruins-Canes. What happened? Home team in the under. That's why I am also heavily leaning under and considering investing there as well. Okay, for those that don't know, uh, Chris Scheim is going to bet 
the Carolina Hurricanes at home as a plus one ten to get it done in sixty. His girlfriend is a huge Rangers fan. So I want, what what's the what is the plan tonight? How how are you going to get how are you gonna make this work betting a large amount of money on Carolina with the girlfriend wearing a Ranger sweater? Well, because it works out it works great actually. Because either I'm gonna get a lot of money and <laughs> even though she's gonna be disappointed, we're gonna be, you know, ostensibly richer, or the Rangers win in advance and play the Lightning, which they're just gonna lose to anyways. Uh, and she's happy for a night, and I'm I, I'm just you know miserable. And you're hammering fine. Tampa, <laughs> exactly. I'm immediately hammering Tampa. <laughs> wow, that'll be fun. All right, we got it. Carolina plus one ten there. Prince of Pucks is on it. Uh, baseball is an absolute crime. I won't get into a sports radio rant. We'll save that for the air at some point. It's Memorial Day Monday, and the Red Sox are playing a seven ten game at Fenway. Dumb, so stupid. Dumb, stupid. Well, that's idiotic for scheduling a doubleheader. We have a doubleheader Saturday and then a one thirty-five start on Sunday, knowing Monday is Memorial Day. Play the night game on Sunday and then play the afternoon or a 4 o'clock game on Sunday and then play an afternoon game on Monday. This is ridiculous. It's embarrassing. We should be prepping for afternoon baseball at Fenway Park. This is ins- stupid. Maybe it's some dumb primetime agreement they have. I, I don't care. I don't know. The Boston Red Sox should play during the day on Memorial Day, 4th of July, Every weekend, Sunday, like, 100%. is it that hard, Shime? No, Memorial it's not. Day baseball, barbecues, seven or eight hot dogs, uh, and, and just a getaway day too for the Orioles. You'd think that they would want to play earlier in the day. That's a good point. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> understand. It makes no sense to me. Sox have the stupid Reds for two nights. Like, uh, uh, we're gonna keep hammering. We got a home yesterday. Uh, thanks to again, free plug for them. But DK is offering all these baseball boosts basically for free yeah. if you're betting in New Hampshire. So we turned. The Red Sox team total five and a half into much better odds than it should have been. We got that home yesterday. Had a couple of small home run props on right-handers that did not get home. And I'm getting I'm getting even money on plus five and a half run or five and a half runs team total against this uh, you know clown for Baltimore. Team total is already placed today, Sean. Team total five and a half Red Sox go. Yeah, I mean, well done by you. I, wait, we got a right-hander uh, home run prop yesterday, didn't we? We got the Kike one. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You did. You give out Kike? No, you 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 verbally said Kike. You said all the right-handed batters, and the second name you said was Kike Hernandez. I put, I, I clearly you did not place that bet. But no, you no, said I play, it. my I played Xander and I played uh, Vasquez, who was like nine to one. Ah, uh, damn. But uh, yeah, no, I I just I mean I'm gonna keep hammering the Red Sox team total. Well, my team total, and by, and uh, so this guy Kevin Roth, who uh, does weather for Roto Grinders, and he every day he does a daily baseball article, and it's like why why would you care about that? He does the wind and like the humidity in his ballpark shine. And his idea today for anyone who's going to bet baseball, I know a couple of guys, uh, Bobby Fitz and, and and Robert California are betting baseball. There's a lot of ballparks today. He's saying are going to be big home run ballparks. Uh, Chicago early, big wind out to left, big temperature helping the ball carry, great hitting weather. Uh, the South Red Sox game tonight, winds blowing out ten miles an hour. Cleveland, hot, humid, winds out to center, bomb weather. Like many of those games. Second game of Brewers Cubs doubleheader. Same thing. Temperatures gusting out to left field. Oh. So if you really want to get nerdy today, it might be an overs day in Memorial Day. It feels like what what better chime and sit in the backyard. Fireworks. But let you get your grass is cut, prepping your fire pit for the afternoon, and your fire on overs in baseball. That's I, the way I want to spend my I day. I am into today. it. I am I'm Let's here go. for it. I am down to fire overs, throw out some home run props. I'm ready to rock, man. That sounds like that sounds like my kind of Memorial Day. 
the official play will be over five and a half runs for the Red Sox yep. against the Orioles. Uh, then we're going to get some guesting on this week to help us break down the NBA Finals. You can help us out by subscribing to the podcast seven days a week, including Memorial Day Monday. Uh, what is the plan for you today, Shine? What is on the docket for, before Game 7 when you, you are sitting on the other end of the couch from your girlfriend watching this game? <laughs> Got a couple things to wrap up here at the house, and then we're going to head over to a, a cookout at a friend's house for uh, for the afternoon. Bring the dog. How did the ice cream, how did the one-year-old ice cream party go? No, no pictures. Fantastic. Yeah, I you know, I tried to tried to keep it low-key there, Mutt, but I got a, a, this crazy technique. Shout-out to uh, my buddy Corey's mom. She was like, they had waffle cones for the ice cream. And they yep. had homemade brownies to to make like Sundays if you wanted. And she instructed me. She's like, no, no, no. Here's what you do. You take the brownie. You want to like smush it thin and coat the inside of the waffle cone Shut with up. the brownie and then ice cream inside. And I, my mind was blown. Amazing. Wow. My son is listening to the podcast and he's got a big smile on his face. He <laughs> loves Shine Food Talk and he loves Shine Ice Cream Talk. That is uh. That is tremendous. Uh, well, I hope you have a great Memorial Day. Uh, I know it's not not the best, not the day to say it. People will say say it on Veterans Day, but uh, we certainly thank those listening and those who served our country. Uh, very, very lucky to have that so we can sit here on Memorial Day Monday and give you a free podcast talking about how we're going to bet the NBA Finals, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, uh, and Red Sox later today. Subscribe to the podcast feed, iTunes, Odyssey, and Spotify. You can also leave a review, Shime, and let people know uh, let us know what kind of big bet you're hitting here this spring. Yeah, we'd love to hear anything you're hitting, whether you're hitting massive bets or even nice little small ones. Whatever you got, send them our way. You can send them on Twitter. We already know uh, our buddy Robert California sent us a few. Uh, Willie yep. or uh, Mikey D sent us one a couple days yep. ago. So please feel free to tweet them at us, uh, at BetQL Boston. Uh, you can tweet them at myself, at Shime Time, or at Mutt, Mutt W-E-E-I. Uh, and we'll take all the reviews we can get, good, bad, or ugly, baby. Uh, I will also point out, just to close the book on the golf betting, uh, Chris Kirk did not get there, but we did give him out top 20. So we invested about 30 bucks in the weekend. We got back 15, survive in advance. That's what yes, we did. Yes, sir. Like Web, Simpson that. Could, Web Simpson could not get a top 20. <laughs> he sucked on Sunday. Uh, Shime, great stuff, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk tomorrow as we get set for the finals. Have a good uh, Monday, bud. Can't wait, Mutt. Have a happy Memorial Day.